All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed-up taxpayer, bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I am Bronin, your host. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Or if you're joining the program for the first time, 1,000 welcomes. Please make sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment from wherever you're tuning in. You can also follow me on Twitter or X at RTR underscore Bronin. I want to kick off the show today. I know this is a local Texas issue kind of a show, but I want to kick off. I want to talk about Donald Trump and the bank fraud case, so-called, that's going on in Manhattan or New York, whatever whatever part close to Manhattan where the trial is being held. Letitia James, who is the Attorney General of New York, she has been posting a Twitter video, probably going on to all the platforms, every single day of the trial. She's got a new video out, and she gives a little speech like she's the queen of the spelling bee or something like that, where she is telling her voters, her followers, that the case against Donald Trump, it's clear cut. The state is making its wonderful case. Donald Trump committed bank fraud to get favorable terms on loans, and he inflated the worth of his property now and 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 so that's the big problem now when you inflate the worth of your property you end up paying more in taxes that's how it works right that's why everybody if you're in the state of texas that's why you protest your property value every year which usually is going up every year every two years so you put in a protest, you fight the county, you tell them, no, you're not going to, my property isn't worth more because of X, Y, Z, whatever reason you give them, you do everything you can to fight, and then you appeal. And the county, they do everything they can to fight back and say, oh, no, you you don't get a lower appraisal. No, 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 we're jacking up the appraisal. We're appraising you higher because we get what, ladies and gentlemen? we're going to get more tax revenue out of you. So that's how it works. The state wants to increase their tax revenue because they're rapacious thieves. And so this is just ridiculous that she cares that Donald Trump inflated the worth of his property and then thus paid all of these extra taxes. And now, so Letitia James, apparently she's never been more concerned about somebody being defrauded than a bank, Deutsche Bank. Do you think Deutsche Bank, which they've had enough legal problems of their own in recent years, but do you feel bad that a large international corporate bank that that they may have inaccurately assessed a property? Do you think the bank really inaccurately assessed the property, first of all? Do you think that really happened? So Letitia James, for the past month or so, She's been posting a video every single day on X or Twitter and and recapping, recapping the events of the day's testimony, the day in court. Meanwhile, do you think, is that in any way the biggest 
problem in the state of New York or in the city of New York. Donald Trump's alleged bank fraud that nobody is paying attention to and nobody cares. Because you know what? After you, you know, after the the first impeachment, the second impeachment, the civil trial that involved the sexual assault in Bergdorf Goodman, another New York case. The we've got the Georgia federal trial coming up. No, nobody can keep up. The public they don't have the attention span. They don't have the memory. They they can't keep up with all of it. So you just you tune out and. Letitia James, which she, of course she knows this, she thinks she's going to be the first black female governor in the country. Maybe she will be. Could she do any worse than Hochul? Could she be any worse than get a vaccine for God, Hochul? Probably not. So Letitia James, I just want to know, you've got a homelessness problem that is so bad. You've got homeless people who they're pushing people onto the subway tracks and killing them. People of color being killed by homeless people. They make going into a train station frightening. They they make you not want to go on a subway car. They don't they make you not want to wait in a subway station on the platform. They make you not want to walk down the street and definitely in certain streets, certain neighborhoods, there's so much rampant homelessness, which homelessness is synonymous, as we know, with a mental asylum that is spilled out into the streets. We've got more homeless people than ever. We've got illegal aliens, too, causing their own problems, but not as bad as the homeless. And every single day, Letitia James, the attorney general, She's posting about a Donald Trump case that doesn't affect anybody other than Donald Trump. Donald Trump, whether or not he defrauded a bank, which I don't think he did, that's not going to harm you. So if New York was so concerned about alleged revenue being lost over Donald Trump, they wouldn't be sheltering tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens who who have no rights other than the rights that the state of New York and the city of New York decided out of thin air that they were going to give them above tax-paying American citizens. All right, that's enough of that. I'm going to move on to the school choice in Texas. School choice, the voucher scam that Greg Abbott, the governor, is pushing and I I don't really know what's going on in the legislature. I've heard or I've read whisperings. The deal might be done. Obviously, the Democrats don't want it. But if you listen to my last episode, I was talking about school choice. Basically, Governor Greg Abbott, he has called the Texas legislature into another special session in order to get the school choice done. A few other issues, too, but we'll talk about school choice And he really wants it. He couldn't get it done in the regular session that ended around Memorial Day. And so basically, his plan would be to give any Texas family that wants it, I guess, about $8,000 per year to apply toward a private education, or maybe they could use it toward homeschooling, private tutoring. There'd be a bunch of 
acceptable items that you could apply this money toward. And on the surface, it might sound like, oh, okay, that's a good idea. That's, you know, you're Republican conservative. I can, I don't have to use these tax dollars. I, I don't have to give them to the public school system. But what is going to happen is for any family who Greg Abbott is is communicating to, saying that, the, oh, this is for you, this is for the working class, $8,000 isn't going to get your kid into a hockaday or a parish or many of these other more elite private schools that in the state of Texas are going between twenty dollars and $37,000, depending on whether you're in kindergarten or in high school. So, so they cost almost as much as a year in college. So $8,000, that's, that's not going to be able to bridge a gap if you're in the earning range of $50,000, per year, especially you got multiple kids. You're not going to send your kids to those schools. So you might send them to a a, a lower tier religious school, let's just call it that. Maybe And maybe it is better than the public school that's in your neighborhood. You know, I was a teacher for seven years. I taught in Mississippi and I taught in Texas. And I taught in a tough school in Mississippi. And, and I had some kids. They were they were tough kids, right? Male students, they hit 15, they hit high school, they can't read, they've been failing along since elementary school. The there's not a whole lot of parenting at home. They're they're getting into nefarious activities, right? And the schools, the they're pushed because of this empathy and diversity crap that serves nobody. They try to push these kids to stay in school, push them along, get them into the next grade, get them to pass the state test, get them to take the state test for the seventh time, fail it again. You know what? It it wasn't that long ago if we're looking at the span of human history, right? How long ago was it that if you were a 15-year-old male and you were bombing in school that anybody would be trying to keep you there in the public school and aggravating your teachers, preventing the other kids from learning. You're in the office all the time. You're getting in fights. You're, you're just a nuisance. You're, a, you're not a student anymore. You're incapable of being in a, a traditional, conventional school. It didn't work out for you. Sorry about it. It's very sad. We're not saying that you're incapable of learning. If you have a memory, then you can learn. But the conventional K through 12 public school, the high school, it's not for you. You've you've ruined that experience. You've or somebody ruined it for you. I don't know. You've crossed over to the other side. And so this idea that you're going to be able to remain in the high school through senior year if you're a freshman and all you are is just a clown. That's ridiculous. But that's why so many schools are so terrible is because you've got a bunch of clowns and they are they're allowed to run the circus, right? Or you got a bunch of lunatics, they're allowed to run the asylum instead of the teachers, right? The teacher has to write 50 referrals before you can do anything. The kid has to get in 100 fights before you can do anything. The kid has to get caught selling drugs 
80 times before anything happens, right? That That's how it is now. There's just, there's no consequences. Detention, that's, that's a quaint consequence that may have occurred in the movies in the 80s, but there's no detention anymore. There's, you can't suspend, that's racist and bigoted. That You don't have any empathy if you're suspending. So there's just, there's no consequences at all. And even though we know that if you're a ninth grader and you're 15 and you're failing and you're going around and you're making life miserable for a lot of your classmates, for your teachers, for the administrators, for the the lunch ladies in the cafeteria, for the hall monitors, for the bus driver, we need to be looking a lot more quickly at let's exit you. So let's get you into a job. Let's find out what you do like. You don't, you don't like school, which, okay, that's not unique. You ask any 15 year old, whether they're a straight A student or an F student, they're going to tell you they don't like school. But, you know, the, the A student has figured out that, well, I still got to do it. I still, I need to get my high school diploma. So I'm not a big loser, but there's some kids where no, they, they'd rather deal drugs. They'd rather be the class clown. They would rather skip as much as they can. When they do go to class, they need to put on a performance to win friends because they're cool. So let's let's get rid of them. Let's let's move them into a uh, a job. Let's move them into something else. Let's homeschool them. How about that? You know what, mom? Here, your kid. We can't do anything with your kid. You probably can't either. It doesn't seem like a whole lot of parenting is going on. But you know what? Here's $8,000 for you. How about that? Everybody else is capable and willing and has showed up to do something. They're going to hold a pencil today. Your child isn't. So they've just aged out. They've outgrown the conventional school system. So you know what? Here's $8,000. We're going to buy you off and you're out of here. Rich people, you're not going to get the $8,000. You can afford to to choose the school of, of your child. You have school choice. If you're a rich lawyer, you have school choice. You're politically connected, you have school choice. You're a professional, you have school choice. You live in one of the tawny suburbs of Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, wherever, then you have school choice. You don't need the $8,000. Would the $8,000 be nice to pull it out of your school district that's potentially a big disaster? Sure. But you know what? I, I would much rather see that the children who are a disaster, pardon me, the word children, the uh, young adults, right? In in Until what era would it have been permissible for a 15 or 16 year old i for for a male for a male 15 year old 16 year old whose hands worked who had vision and whose legs worked for them to sit in a classroom and not produce income and then get get d's and f's in what world is that permitted other than in, in the the first world collapsing disaster of the United States public education system.
All right, I'm going to move on from school choice and the uh, the vouchers. Doesn't look like it's going very well, but I have a feeling that the governor, Greg Abbott, that he would probably call another session, I think a fourth special session to get this done. He's really staked a big claim in this program. And he's a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Forward is a better word than a forward. But similar with this Operation Lone Star, which is basically a failure and is definitely not getting the eight or 10 or $12 billion per year worth that it's costing taxpayers, which these programs seldom do. And every time I read about Operation Lone Star, it costs more money. And, uh, you know, for all the fentanyl that it's captured and illegal aliens, allegedly, it's still having no big effect because it's a federal problem at the border and, and the federal government is ignoring the southern border. Because all of our politicians at the federal level, they have... They are now performing duties under a very important part of their job description. That they don't they don't always get to talk about this, but when the opportunity arises, they get to become Israel Palestine spokespeople and defenders. So most of our politicians, most of our Congress people, and our senators right now they are representing Israel or Palestine. And I'm not even I'm not even going to name any names here because a lot of the people d- who are defending Palestine or who are defending Israel they don't even they don't deserve to have their names spoken. I don't want to give them any more air time than they already have. But it, it's so sickening. It, it is so sickening that the entire federal government is focused on Israel and Palestine. Forget about Ukraine now, I guess. Which, but see, by focusing on Israel-Palestine, it's easy to just keep sneaking money over to Ukraine. No, no one is paying attention, as if many people were paying attention before. So, we have a, a new House Speaker, the Republicans, who are such a huge, embarrassing disgrace. Finally, they put their guns down. They, they, they shot enough bullets into each other. They stabbed each other enough. They wounded each other enough. They put enough holes in the lifeboat that they were in. And finally, they elected a House Speaker. And they're, they're such a weakened party. They were already so weak. They, they crawled into 2023 with such a small majority. And they had such a pathetic start so they thought it'd be a good idea to create even more of an embarrassment for themselves by throwing out McCarthy and spending weeks or what was it, a month or five weeks in the end, electing a new speaker after putting forth how many different names? So now we've got this Mike Johnson character who nobody ever heard of until a couple of weeks ago. That's fine. You know what? I would like to see the House of Representatives working on, instead of Israel-Palestine, the Yankees-Red Sox biblical conflict that neither party has an interest in resolving, actually. How about they work on getting a tax cut 
helping out people who don't happen to be on welfare, who they, they happen to make ten or $20,000 more than would qualify for them the gambit of welfare. How about they get a federal tax cut for people like us, people who are making 50 or 60 all the way up to $150,000, $175,000 a year? How about doing something for that group? They're the alleged people they care about. No, they've they've got many other things on their mind. It, the foremost now is Israel Palestine. And then and then even more fun than that, they they love to tweet at each other about their views on Israel Palestine and why this person's wrong and this person's right and the it, you know what the Israel Palestine conflict it brings out a level of stupidity, nonsense, narcissism. It's down in the gutter with abortion. It's it's a separate kind of stupid nonsense from the COVID hoax fraud scam. So I better just wrap it up there. Tuesday, the 7th, if you are a Texas voter and you haven't early voted, make sure that you vote for four on Prop 4. You vote four on Proposition 4. Make sure that we enshrine into law a property tax cut because it's the only one that you're going to be getting and you only really qualify for it if you are a Texas homeowner and you're homesteaded. Make sure you vote four on four. If you don't do anything with any of the other propositions that are on the ballot, I think there's 14. There are no candidates in in Dallas County. I don't know about elsewhere in Texas, but it's all propositions. Make sure four on four. And I'm going to wrap it up on that note. I am Bronin. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I will catch you on the next episode. And hopefully by then we will be cheering the, the 100% passage of Proposition 4. Again, that's four on four.